live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on June 4th, 2019. How we all doing, huh? Whew, it is hot here. It's like 100 degrees. It's very, very hot. Uh, this is the show. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, all that. On Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Yeah, no podcast last week. I know. I, I Listen, I'm, I'm going to get more consistent, maybe. Um, but, you know, I was... I was privately having a conversation with the great Aldo Al Greco, and he said we, – we were talking about the uh, – I don't want to say the disaster that is Clint Frazier, but uh, you know some, some of the bullshit that's been going on with him lately. And he said, you know, why don't you take the, some of those fire takes – he didn't say take that. Why don't you use some of those fire takes, do a podcast, and crush Lagunitas? And you know what? I'm, I, I think I'm going to do that. Goddamn right. That's right. That's goddamn right. Tomorrow's tomorrow's the anniversary of D-Day, huh? Cheese-eating surrender monkeys. Yeah, you better be. You're in debt to us forever. Macron and your teacher wife of yours that's 30 years older. Anyways, so, uh, Jesus. Anyways, already, it's a minute 15 in. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Uh... We'll definitely talk about the Yankees. You know, I just heard that on the radio, and it, this is one of those things that you hear about that uh, I really don't know a ton about, but you always know it happened. <laughs> Can there be a worse entrance to anything you've ever heard in your entire life? Uh, so it is, let's see, 45 years ago today was Ten Cent Beer Night, promotion held by the Major League Baseball Cleveland Indians during a game against the Texas Rangers at Cleveland Stadium. Uh yeah, ten cent beers. I mean, that's. I understand how inflation works, so you don't have to like you know mouth it to me. Like I, I get that, but just thinking ten cent. How much would that get you at a beer at Yankee Stadium now? I mean, that's ten cent. That's over a hundred beers. Now, I, I mean, you know, you probably get a little bit of a better beer. Not you know not the swill that like Bob Euchre drinks, but still, it, it's it's even a Bud Light. What's that? Twelve, thirteen dollars. That's one hundred and thirty beers, right? Yeah. And again, I get I get the promotion. I get how inflation works. I understand. Just thinking about that many drunk people, and obviously there were issues with it. I mean, we can we can learn together real quick. Here. I won't bore you too much. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, twelve fluid ounces of cups of three point two percent beer for just ten cents. A substantial discount on the regular price is sixty five cents. Sixty five cents. Brian, inflation. Remember your own words. Use your words. All right, we'll try to quickly do this. There's a lot of stuff. The Indians, Indians had previously held such promotions without incident. A bench-clearing brawl in Texas. Less some Indian fans holding a grudge. Da, 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 da. These guys got into it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess this is this is before Tencent Beer game. Uh, after the game, a Cleveland reporter asked Rangers manager Billy Martin, are you going to take your armor to Cleveland? To which Martin replied, nah, they won't have enough fans there to worry about. <laughs> There's actually a, a book that I, I, I downloaded. I never read it. It's something called like... Baseball in hell or something about Billy Martin, like, oh, no, like the worst team that ever existed or something. Uh, Billy Martin coaching the Rangers. Uh, let's see. Some here. Uh, da, da, da. Ferguson, Rangers pitchers. This is in the game here. Ferguson Jenkins, after which Jenkins dropped to the ground. Fan, uh, he, he, okay. Cleveland hit, Laren Lee hit a line drive into the stomach of Rangers pitcher Ferguson Jenkins. Jenkins dropped to the ground. Fans in the upper deck started chanting, hit him again, hit him again, hit him again. A woman ran out to the Indians on deck circle and flashed her breast. A naked man sprinted to second base as Grave hit his second home run of the game. One inning later, a father and son pair ran onto the outfield and mooned the fans in the bleachers. Man, oh man. 
I, I got to see like a documentary on this or something. As the game progressed, more fans ran out of the field and caused problems. Rangers first baseman Mike Hargrove, who would later manage the Indians, was pelted with hot dogs and spit, and at one point was nearly struck by an empty gallon jug of Thunderbird. The hell is Thunderbird? Okay. Oh, this is like inexpensive wine. It's like Mad Dog, like real bum wine. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Rangers later argued to call da, 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 da. Someone tossed lit firecrackers into the Rangers bullpen. However, with a crowd that had been drinking heavily for night, that finally came to a head. Okay. Uh, wow. Someone attempted to steal the player's hat. This, this got, this is, I don't, I'm trying to think of like the place where the drunkest I've ever been anywhere. Like with that, well, not me personally. I mean, I can think of a few places, but just a collective group of maniac drunks. I think definitely 1995, Game 2, ALDS, Yankees, Mariners for sure. That's one of them. I went to Edinburgh in Scotland and that on a Friday night. And my God, they uh, they don't they don't fuck around there. There's a lot, a lot of drinking and it's drinking hard. I'm talking people dragging their friends by the arms as they're passed out on the ground at 830 at night. Uh, that kind of stuff. I'm sure a few concerts, but like that drunk, like all those people so drunk. Rioters began throwing steel folding chairs and Cleveland relief pitcher Hilgendorf was hit in the head by one of them. Uh, cops were treated. The bases were pulled up and stolen. Many threw a vast variety of objects, including cups, rocks, bottles, batteries from radios, hot dogs, popper, popper, popcorn containers, and folding chairs. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. Umpire, umpire crew chief Nestor Chilak, uh, too, was a victim of the riders. He was cut his head with a part of a stadium seat and his hand was cut by a thrown rock. He later called the fans uncontrollable beasts and stated that he'd never seen anything like what happened except in a zoo. We need 10 cent beer back night, beer night back. And we need it back now, man. Oh man. There's gotta be, and this really isn't aesthetically pleasing as I'm going to look this up on my phone. Is there any, like they gotta have, they don't have like a doc. There's, this is like, Perfect, like a Netflix documentary of sorts. Okay, I'm done with the America song. Get this out of here. It is so hot right now. It's it's too hot this early for this crap. It really is. Oh, oh great. We got something by Mike Golick. That'll help. Okay, th this is still shots. That doesn't help me. I'll have to do some research on this. Yeah, I'll have to do research on this thing that happened 40 years ago that most people know about. Anyways... Don't say that. So here we are, people. Uh, staying, I guess staying in baseball, you know, uh, let's, and, and staying with what Aldo Greco directed me to talk about. We'll talk about the New York Yankees. What can you say other than the fact that they continue to roll? Uh, I think at the moment they're the second or third best team in baseball. I mean, we'll jump into Clint Frazier real quick. I mean, Cr Clint Frazier, let's, let's see what he's batting this year. I know he's kind of had a season of ups and downs, and, and I've never been a big Frazier fan. In fact, I think he's kind of an asshole. Um, but let's see. Let, let's see. Ducking me. Yeah, yeah, we know that. And, I, and I'll get into my, my diatribe in a second here. Uh, his stats for the year, 272. Uh, we got an OPS on this. Where's the OPS? No. Gee, come on. Uh, there we go. Baseball reference. This is, this is, uh, this is planning, folks. This is, uh, this, is, this is definitely doing your research beforehand. OPS, uh, 836. I mean, he, he's had his seasons and ups and downs. He definitely has. Um, and... He's coming back from that ankle injury. He's a guy who's he's hard, hardcore, or at least tries to make it seem as if he is. We know with all his videos and working out and doing wonderful, and how he how 
into it he is. You know, his, his defensive gaffes have certainly uh, become an issue lately. And uh, in Boston on Sunday, I didn't even see any of the – excuse me, in New York. I didn't even see any of the game. I was, was listening to it while uh, watching the NBA game. Um, I, I'm so sick of Curry and the kicking out. Anytime there's somebody near him. I don't understand the, how the referees are allowed to even make that call. Shouldn't the league be like, hey, he's going to do that every time someone's within 10 feet of him? So stupid. Um what was I saying, though? But, yeah, obviously I saw the replays of the, how bad they were. And, you know, he didn't talk to the media after the game. I think that's prime time for an old curmudgeon like me to jump on and go, all right, <laughs> got him. But you know what? He's 24 years old. He, he's he's playing well. He, he screwed up. It's not a good look not talking to the media, but whatever. Allow it. And what's he do after he comes back? I, I don't regret my decision or I don't know if he said that. I, I saw different reports, but he definitely said, I don't know any excuses or apologies to anyone. I mean, he doesn't really own any excuses or apologies to the fans, probably to the media in a sense. And I know people want to go to the media. Are you kidding me? It's like, dude, you know, he's a cocky asshole. He likes his story to be written about how wonderful he is. And he's screwing the guys that are the, the, that are on the beat next to him. They can create the narrative. You realize that they create the narrative about you when you don't do that shit. So and then he, this this is what this is what really seals it for me. Clint Fraser, twenty four years old, has accomplished zilch in his entire career. Well, I shouldn't say that, but I mean in, in regards to you know ten home runs, you know what I mean in in the long term zilch. Then says the media treated me unfairly. Oh God, no no no, dude! I I don't want to hear that. I do not want to hear the media treated me unfairly. Oh God. Don't start that shit. And then who do you hear? Who do you hear before he came out with this yesterday? The, the fact that he, he he missed the media. Nick Swisher. Say, you got to face the music, man. You know, you got you to face fans when you're, when you're playing in New York. You got to face the music. It's like that that you are the worst possible spokesperson to ever talk about this. And I know I talk about this on the podcast. I talked about it for years. And I'm sure I'm probably the only one that that goes off about this. But I'm sure many people are listening. Is going, Brian, what, what did you deal with Nick Swisher? Move on. Here he is. Rearing his ugly, loud, obnoxious face again. <laughs> loud moron. And now he, he's like an MLB like face. He's because he's just a loud idiot. But that, that, that's like OJ, like lecturing Ted Bundy. He, he shouldn't have killed those people. I mean, that, that's a bad look. He did. Thou, thou shall not kill. It's a fifth amendment. Fifth amendment. Fifth command. <laughs> fifth commandment. Or is that? Yeah, right. That's a fifth one. I don't know. I don't care. Um. Frazier though and then he hits the two two run home run today and everyone on Twitter oh yeah where's the Frazier sucks tweets and well no one said he sucks man come on come on he's got to be better than that I just don't like the idea of these guys that want all this attention listen Clint's on there with his cleats all the time he's showing off what he does listen the guy likes the attention I'm all for it if you produce and when you do produce and you get the attention you got to take the bad attention too you don't get to pick and choose that that's the world we live in that I don't like you want to be a cocky asshole? You want to get the praises and the memes and everyone kissing your ass when you do something amazing? Hey, man, not my style, but it's your life. Go for it. But don't be ghost. Don't be unaccountable when you do bad. It doesn't work that way. Because I'll tell you right now, his days are numbered in New York anyways, and that doesn't help. And he hit that home run today against Toronto. Did you see uh, his uh, teammates? Not exactly jumping for joy. Pretty, uh, pretty tame. Pretty mellow uh, celebration. Now, you know, it's not a comeback winning game for the World Series, but still, you think you'd, they'd have a little more uh, oomph to it. P- 
People don't like that. He's going to rub people the wrong way, and he has no place on this team. There are three outfielders that are going to be there, and I'll tell you, Clint Frazier's ego, or the way he looks at himself, isn't that kind of an ego? Uh, That doesn't work for fourth outfielder. Now, let's move away from the negativity. Actually, let's not. Uh, Let's let's stay negative, goddammit. So the Yankees are hot, hot, hot on Dallas Keuchel. And I don't know what he's commanding, but he's going, to be, he's going to be asking for a lot of money, which that's fine. And you know what? Not even that I'm in love with Dallas Keuchel. Um, he was three seven four ERA last year. Uh, threw 204 innings. I mean, the Yankees need that. Gave up 211 hits last year. No bueno. And let's see. What was his whip? Highest whip. No, highest whip other than his rookie season last year. Do I think... Dallas Keuchel is like this amazing, amazing pitcher. I really don't. But I think the little, you know, the dirty secret, and it's not so much of a secret, the New York Yankees, is the fact that this pitching uh, staff on this wonderful team is kind of held together by a thread. You know, CeCe Sabathia, who knows what you're going to get. You know, he's going to yell at someone. His knee's going to put him on the DL at least five times. We know that. And, you know, he'll go really deep into games, like three and two-thirds innings, something like that. Domingo Herman, who knows how long he'll be around. Plus, he also has an innings limit bullshit that we're going to have to deal with. Maybe we'll put him in the bullpen, huh? Then we can go say, hey, Domingo Herman, bullpen or starter, bullpen or starter. That worked out great for Jabba Chamberlain. Let's do that. So you got that. Uh, Tanaka, I mean, I think Tanaka's, you're going to get, he's going to be the one steady Eddie guy. And you know, you're never going it, it, to, he's, he's, he's a streaky guy. You're going to get great. You're going to get bad. But it's all going to end up in the end, somewhere in the mid to high threes in terms of ERA. The other guys, you know, it's uh, kind of piecemeal, putting stuff together here. Luis Severino, we're going to get back him. We're going to get back. We're going to get back him. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. But you're hopefully getting Severino back. Man, I don't know. The rest of that, the, the staff is just, and you got the starter, closer, or, or, yeah, starter. N- not starter. What's it What's it called? Beginner, closer. I, I don't even remember the term. Huh? Maybe Montgomery back at a certain point. Too. I'm just kind of like talking out loud. This isn't even really a show. But other than that, you like what you see out of everyone. Everyone's playing their part. LeMayhew or Shella or everyone. Every, everyone's coming up big at the right times. LeMayhew, I already said that, Jesus. But I mean, Torres, Voigt, even, even Sanchez. You know, Sanchez seems like he's cut, cut down on the mental mistakes more. He's hitting bombs. I mean, you got to be happy with everything because especially when these guys look like they're down, they come back. This team must fight. They get the big hit. I can't complain. And yeah, they played the Red Sox and the Red Sox won, uh, you know, Last night, or Sunday night, excuse me. They just don't look like they have it. I don't know what it is. They got their whole team there. And, and, and we've all said this. I said it a million times. The Red Sox, everything Joey, Alex Cora touched, every, everything he touched last year turned to gold. And it's not happening this year. Chris Sale looks older, which a lot of people predicted. that, that when his, his decline is going to be rapid and vociferous. Um, I hope I used that word correctly. Uh, but... I mean, they're they're still there. I mean, there's a lot of baseball still left to be played. I mean, what are they? One game over 500? Two games over 500? Yeah, whatever. So that's baseball. That's baseball, Susan. I was going to go to an A's game this week. I didn't. I was going to go to a Giants Triple uh, A game. I didn't. Yeah, it's just one of those weekends where uh, I sat around and drank too much. And I wasn't going to drink this weekend. I mean, t- during the week. But I did break that by just opening that beer before. So, But I had a good run. It was like 30 six hours, maybe something like that. No, maybe more like 40. 
No. Like 42. 40. We just got back from the gym, though. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Uh, Frazier kind of reminds me a little bit of a... And I know they view him as a much higher prospect or better player than Ian Kennedy. Remember Ian Kennedy had an issue with the media? Not with the media. I remember... He got sent out of the minors, and then he said something like, oh, it feels so good to be here where not every game is like, you know, like, it's looked at where it's like game seven of the World Series where, you know, I could just kind of relax. Cashman's like, okay, let's start proceedings to get his ass out of town. He's gone within a week. Frazier just doesn't have a place on the team. Who's He's going to play over Hicks, so they just signed it. I'm not saying he's not as good as Hicks because I still think Hicks is a bit overrated, but they just signed him to a $70 million deal. He's not playing over Judge or Stanton. He may not be traded at this trade deadline, but I could see it in the in the in the uh, off season. He just has some place on this team. It's just it's it's not going to happen. How are the Yankees doing by uh, for for all intents and purposes? Ooh, four three. Ooh, Tommy Frazier did something as I just trashed him this whole time. No, he still got that one hit. Okay. Anyways, what else do we have? Oh, Jesus, what else do we have? We'll stay in baseball for a second. You know, Bill Buckner uh, passed away. And I've always thought, you know, not really my own personal opinion here. I'm going to take my shirt off. This is disgusting. Oh, God. That is correct. What's that from? Do you know? If you know, uh, I'm going to say I'll send you something, but I won't. Bill Buckner died. Now he's known for the, the gaffe, a game session, 1986 World Series. Guy had, I think, 2,700 hits, had more hits than Joe DiMaggio. Oh, he played longer! Yeah, 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 I get that. Joe was in World War II! Yeah, I understood, understood. Reluctantly went to World War II, asshole. Uh, well, maybe he was an asshole. Maybe he said, hey, I like being a celebrity and I don't want to die against Nazis. I'm Joe DiMaggio. Uh, Pete Rose was on with Francesa today and uh, could not stop talking about the size of Joe DiMaggio's penis. It's, uh, well, he said it once, but... He said he was a penis with a man attached to him. Pete's, Pete's running out of material because I heard him say that about eight years ago, too. Um, he's selling something. I don't know. Maybe a soul. Uh, where was I? Bill Buckner, though. You know, obviously he's known for the ball going through his legs. But I, I think people shit on longevity. I, I don't understand that. The fact that I'm not saying Bill Buckner's a Hall of Famer. He was, he was getting up there, though, in a sense. I, but people act like, oh, well, he was a compiler. Well, you know, I think there's something to be said about longevity. I think that, you know, the fact that you can stay around that long should mean something. That shouldn't be something that you're penalized with. I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, 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 how many years does it have to be that you have to do well? I mean, Sandy Koufax only played a few years. And then I'm just like, that's possibly the worst example ever because Sandy Koufax was amazing. Uh, so that's, if you could, you could not pick a worse example than that. But anyways, uh, Jesus, that's, hey, Brian, I'm not saying anyways anymore. It's a fifth time. But, um, you know, you. It was advertised for clickbait. The headline for when Bill Buckner passed away was mentioning his error against the Mets in the World Series. And people were so offended. It, they were so offended to say, oh, real classy headline. You couldn't think of something else. How about great, great baseball player passes away tragically? Huh? Huh? It's like, do, do, do you know what a business is? Do you, do you understand how businesses do things to make money? If they put Bill Buckner, former baseball player, passes away, most of the public will not give a flying you-know-what. They'll go, oh, that's nice. What did Trump do? Trump. They have to put that. Even Bill Buckner said he was known for that. Everyone lives in this fairy tale world where you can't say this stuff. I, <laughs> this, is, this is the generation that's like being brought up right now. 
You can't say that a man is known for something when that's the thing he's known for because it's not positive. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I just don't. I just do not make the rules. So tough shit. I guess um, another thing in baseball here, you see, well, I'm going to say it's not going to make sense when I say it, but another thing here in baseball, Tom Brady um, is trying to patent the term Tom Terrific. And uh, Mets fans are out of their minds, which really, that's like any other day of the week. Um, but they're, they're out of their minds in a sense. That, that belongs to Tom Seaver. And I guess they were going to protest this action. They're going to buy a bunch of Tom Brady paraphernalia and then burn it. Because we all know the, uh, you know, what, what you do to someone's net worth when you buy their stuff and then burn it. When you buy it, then burn it, then it's like you never bought it, right? That, I believe that's how it works. Oh, speaking of a business, too, I want to say this, this absolutely ludicrous thing I heard the other day. Uh, the NBA is considering removing the term owner to the owners of the team because of racial insensitivity. Uh, I think we've officially lost our minds. We have officially lost our minds. An owner is an owner. They own things. They're owned, yeah, they're literally the owners of the team. No one else owns, they own the majority of the team. They're the majority owner. I'm not really sure what the name, actually, I didn't even read the article. So maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should do my due diligence here and uh, actually read what the, I, I'm interested to see what the um, alternative to the title owner would be. Uh, okay. So this is per TMZ sports. So there is no link. Okay. Well, that doesn't help me. At least two NBA teams dropped the term owner because it could be considered racial. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not the owner. I'm the person. We refer to the owners as of our teams as governors. <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> Hi, we're the governors. Oh, God. Do you own the team? Yes. Are you the owner? Uh, no, I'm the governor. Okay, and Steve Ballmer of the Clippers is known as the chairman. Uh, Change his name to managing partner. Like, we, we, who, who brought this up? I'm sorry. Uh, the issue's been probably talked about for some time, but last fall it gained some attention. Uh, Draymond Green. Oh, well, Jesus. If Draymond Green is leading initiatives, then boy, I want to be right behind it. A guy who can't even keep his shit together to not get in a fight with a rapper on the side of the NBA Finals. Uh, you shouldn't say owner, said Green. You should say majority shareholder or something like that. When your product is, and then John, oh, and the, oh this is the one where John Stewart was there. That's because that was so natural. Draymond Green, John Stewart, LeBron James hanging out in a barbershop while LeBron drank, you know, Pinot Noir. When your product is purely the labor of people, then owner sounds like something that is of a feudal nature. Oh, John, you're, you're so thoughtful. Based when your product is purely the labor of people, um, what is every owner? So when I go to like some store and I'm like, I, I'd like to speak to the owner. Are you the owner? Uh, yes, I am. You're disgusting because you know what? You see these workers here. They work for you. Okay. You should not be the owner, but I own the store. You're disgusting. You make me sick. We've lost our fucking like, does Draymond Green really, a guy who has $100 million, do you really wake up and go, oh, man, oh, God, I can't stand it. I can't stand that that that, that man that owns the Warriors is known as an owner. 
like, oh man, I'm sorry. What did the NBC? It hasn't pressured teams to change the names in a statement. We refer to the owners of our teams as governors. Each team is represented on our board of governors. Okay, so the NBA is kind of just there. They're, they're they're looking the other way on that. They're they're just like do what you want to do. I, I'm I'm sorry. There's so many other things. You know what's crazy? I, I've been listening, and I don't want to pat myself on the back, even though I will. Um. I have just been listening to a lot of uh, BBC news, listening to BBC podcast. I can't take American news anymore. First of all, it's 100 million stories on Trump and what Trump did and what Trump smelled like and what he looked like. How ridiculous is that Trump does like a, a impromptu press conference in front of a helicopter blaring its its <laughs> – it's blades in front there. So we're going to get on. What? Who? No, we're not, I'm not negotiating with it. It's so bizarre. It's so ridiculous. Um, but a hundred stories on him and stories like this, that they shouldn't be called an owner. Can we get more unimportant? Is, is it possible to be more unimportant than that? Oh my God. Maybe, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm not seeing all of it because I'm just a crusty, middle-aged white man. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe I, I, I'm sorry. I, I want someone to, to say how the NBA is the only place. Like if you're saying that about all of society, I'd still think it's ridiculous. But let's – okay, at least you're being fair there. The NBA is the only one. So when I go down to the supermarket and I say, who's the owner here? Oh, I'm the 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 – the GM, where's the owner? Oh, this is the owners. Oh, so the owner owns all of you people? Owns you? You're just one of the good ones, right, general manager? Right? Right? You'd think I was insane. All right. And I guess we'll end it with this, speaking of insane. You know, I have uh, – I bought the, the Amazon Alexa. And I got it. I used it. I think I, I think I mentioned on the podcast before. I basically just got it for a speaker. I wanted to, I wanted to hear music played, and then I discovered that external speakers existed, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I also heard that yeah, they're listening to you. And then you know everyone denied it. All those home things, Google, Amazon, they all denied it. And then you know a few months ago they just said, okay, all right, so so we're listening. You know we got but no 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 no. They said it like a year ago. Yeah, but we're not we're not people aren't listening. We're just looking for you know there's just machines looking for certain phrases. And then they came out a few months ago and just said, no, 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 no. There's a certain people listening, but they're only looking for those certain phrases. So these people are full of shit. I mean, that that's really what it is. And uh, they're taking it to the next level. So what um, – there's a lots of apartment buildings being built all across this country that are going to be pre-Alexa ready. They're putting Alexa Amazon systems in there. That's right. You're, there are listening devices being put in to your apartment that you are going to go into. And they're going to, and you know what, to 80, probably at least 80% of the public, they're going to go awesome. And the, the leasing engine is going to go, yep. So basically all you, listen, you know, no more going all the way to your computer to press two buttons to pay your rent. All you got to do is say, Alexa, pay my rent. Oh, dude, where's the lease? We are losing our freedom here. And I want to put my tinfoil hat on, but this is crazy. Now I know my father, he loves his Alexa. And I think we've had these conversations with him before. And he goes, yeah, if people want to listen to me, go for it. That's really not that interesting. I'm a little more paranoid. I I don't like it. You know, Donald Sterling is, uh, he's going to say, look, all these people use the N-word in their house too. Just like I did. See? Everything's going to be recorded. And then it, what's going to happen is 
first of all, I guess you, I guess you could say, oh, I don't want to be involved in that. And they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Because, you know, they'll definitely stop listening. I mean, sure, right. And then if you do utilize it, that's going to be stored. And that's going to be leaked. Let's say you're somebody important. That's going to be leaked. Brian, th- 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 do you realize how secure that stuff is? It's not going to be leaked. Oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, people's iCloud. I mean, the, you know, people's iPhones, those are never leaked. You know, embarrassing pictures. Boy, we've never had that sort of issue before. I'm also reading a book here that I think everyone should read. Well, I'm only like 35% through it. So uh, I think everyone should read the, at least the first 35%. I can vouch for that. It's called The Perfect Weapon by David E. Sanger. Can I get the full title? Stop doing that. It is War, War, Sabotage, and Fear in the Cyber Age. So yes, if Brian's reading about it, then obviously it must be important. But I do recommend it. The Russians are in our electrical grid already. And basically, waiting. China and Russia are waiting to just destroy us uh, by cyber whatever. And then we're, we're, we're the same way through that and for the cyber warfare. But there's going to be leaks. And you're gonna, and they're gonna, we're gonna hear what people really think about stuff. It's gonna be like, hey, remember the mom from Growing Pains? You'll never guess what she thinks about Mexicans, and it just ruin people's lives with the conversations that they have in their own house. George Orville is rolling in his grave. So get ready for that. I'm, I, I sign me up though. But so many people will just be like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, uh, how many cups are in an ounce? <laughs> oh, it's this. Oh, that's great. Hey, let's talk about serious stuff. Alexa's so light goes on. All those guys smoking cigarettes in a dimly lit room. One earphone in. All right. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's not good. Oh, I think he's part of the alt right. Get him. There we go. I think that's all I got, people. Not the best podcast. It was all right. Yeah, whatever. Remember to listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. And how about our, our friend Kirk Minahan? By the way, Kirk Minahan going to Barstool. You know, uh, I kind of knew it was going to happen. But I feel like uh, Paulie and Goodfellas to Ray. Not Ray. <laughs> Ray's his real name. And he quit smoking. Uh, to, to Henry Hill. Now I got to turn my back on you. You know, I just, I don't want to, but I don't, I don't think this can happen. Barstool. Oh, man, Minahan's in a beef with KFC Barstool. Oh, you'll never see what he said about Big Cat. Oh, no. Oh, shut up. All right, everyone. You know, tomorrow is, well, maybe you're listening to this, will be June 5th, right? Isn't that, uh, or is it June 6th? When is D-Day? I guess that's the point I was trying to make. June 6th. All right, so June 6th. On Thursday, people remember the people that died for you. This is the 75th anniversary of us of the allied forces, not just us, mostly us, liberating Europe from the Nazi stronghold. The French certainly weren't going to do it. They, they, they sat there and coexisted with them for three years in France. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Nazis. We don't want any trouble. Come on into Paris. Yeah, yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, yeah. Zayn. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, yeah. Mein Kampf. I've read it five times. Yeah, wonderful. They coexisted with them. That's another good book, too, that you should read. Oh, Brian, look at Mr. Mr. Librarian. Yeah, that's what they call me. Call me a lot of other things, too. Uh, it's called When Paris Went Dark. Oh, I bought that? When Paris Went Dark, the city of light under German occupation from 1940 to 1944. Four years. They were just going to keep living like that till the, till the real men came in there, huh? Men and women. We took care of business. All right, this is stupid. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So, great talking to all of you. We'll check in. Check in with you soon, huh? 
So uh, with all that being said... Uh Boom, shalak, lock, boom. All right now. Boom, shalak, lock, boom. 